0: Welcome to On Culture. On this podcast, we talk about culture and faith and the world and our place in it. You can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also support our work and explore all of our content on our website, theembassy.substack.com. Here's Mike. Hello, and welcome to another episode of On Culture. My name is Mike Sherman, and uh, I am your host. On Culture is the podcast of the Embassy. You can find that at the embassy.substack.com. And uh, this is going to be just a little short, relatively short, I think, uh, episode, uh, a break from our sort of normal format. Normally, we um, have uh, one week, we have a, a dispatch from uh, the embassy, uh, an article that you would read uh, there, or uh, if you're subscribed, it, it shows up in your inbox, uh, and Uh, Then the following week, uh, typically, I ask someone to join me and we do a podcast referencing that, uh, the themes and the the points made uh, in that episode. Uh, And uh, this week will be a little different. Um, I, I, uh, the last last week's embassy was uh, on the environment, and uh, I would hope to do perhaps uh, an on culture based on that uh, upcoming, but this is, uh, it is December the 21st as I uh, record this, but so we're leading up to the holidays. Uh, and so it, due to that and, you know, availability of myself and other people being less, uh, than, and th- that I kind of wanted to do something for Christmas, uh, Christmas themed, uh, if you will, uh, this week. Uh, so there is a, there is a written, uh, embassy piece, uh, on Christmas, uh, that uh, is out there for you showed up in your inbox, if you subscribe, or you can find it at the embassy.substack.com. And, uh, so I'm going to talk about that a little bit this week, uh, flying solo, and then, uh, we'll kind of get back into the normal rhythm, uh, going forward. Uh, so this is really, um, yeah, just a break from the pattern, uh, and you will find, a uh, I'll link the, uh, the piece in the show notes, if you uh, are listening to this on a uh, podcast uh, provider, you know, like uh, Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify or, you know, something like that. Uh, If you don't normally read read the embassy, uh, you can find it that way. Um, But I want to talk a little bit about Christmas um, this week. uh, And, you know, kind of the Christmas... um, Theme of gratitude, Christmas related theme uh, of gratitude. We often th- talk about thankfulness. We just had Thanksgiving uh, and we are thankful for uh, all the blessings uh, that God has given us. We recognize uh, all the things that we have. Uh, often we can focus on things we don't have, things that have gone wrong. And we take uh, the blessings that we have for granted, or we perhaps want to take credit for them as the result, the fruit of our good decisions and our wisdom and discernment. Um, and you know, lots of people with wisdom and discernment and good decisions don't have the same blessings. Um, it just doesn't always work that way. And so uh, be thankful for the blessings that I have, blessings of family and provision and all of these things. Um, but when i say gratitude i mean something maybe a little different maybe a little uh you know one level up of abstraction if you will that it's sort of a stance in the world regardless of what i do or don't have to be thankful for and gratitude in particular for the meaning of christmas for this big story that we're in i think the very first piece i ever wrote for the embassy was about this big story this grand sweeping story of redemption that we uh, are in, we find ourselves in, that we are players in, that we have parts in. Um, and, you know, God, uh, after creation, after the fall, he begins this long, you know, many thousands of years in the unfolding, uh, and it's still unfolding plan uh, of redemption. And, you one, the key, if you, the fulcrum moment uh, of history, the fulcrum moment in the in the plan of redemption, uh, which I would say are, are the same thing, is Christmas, or if you want Easter, Christmas slash Easter can't have Easter without Christmas. Uh, Christmas leads to Easter; they are sort of uh, bound together. Uh, but part of this grand story of redemption. Uh, and we'll look at it a little bit uh, in in the next minute or two. He uh, looked forward to the time when God would appear uh, on the stage uh, in order to move this plan of redemption forward in a, a significant way. And uh, Christmas is God's plan of redemption being offered to all, uh, or or leads to that as well. And um, it's. One of the things that about Christmas is, of course, there's all these traditions and habits, things we've done, things we plan to do, things we just do because, um, you know, this is what we do at Christmas. We don't even really think about it. And, uh, of course, much of our society may not fully embrace, you know, the, uh, or believe that there is Christmas is a part of a plan of redemption, or believe in Jesus at all. And so Christmas traditions take on different meaning. uh, And of course, uh, the the plan of redemption aspect of Christmas can be lost sometimes in, in all of the other trappings. It doesn't make the trappings bad um, or, you know, evil Santa is not necessarily Satan uh, misspelled as uh, was it Dana Carvey and the church woman, church lady uh, in uh, SNL years ago. Uh, that funny bit. Uh, it's funny because it's sort of not very far from the truth that some people would claim. Um, but still at all, uh, we can lose uh, the big picture when it comes to Christmas and the stance of, of gratitude. And, uh, you know, one of the things about the traditions of Christmas as I remember as a child, there was Christmas programs um, that came on. There was uh, the Charlie Brown a Charlie Brown Christmas. There was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. There's Frosty the Snowman. Uh, there was the Grinch Who Stole Christmas. And, uh, that was part of, you know, the building towards Christmas day where these shows would come on. And, you know, I don't know how many younger listeners I have. Um, but, you know, in those days, you, you saw shows when they came on. Uh, you know, there, we didn't have a VCR when I was a kid. I'm not sure when they were invented, but, um, you know, NASA might have had one, but we didn't have any. Uh, and so the the time and the place when that show was broadcast over the airwaves is when pretty much everyone can see it. So it was sort of, uh, it sort of lent something special to uh, the proceedings. And if, You know, you just couldn't watch, couldn't watch anything on demand It just didn't exist. Uh, the on-demand world just didn't exist um, which i think is probably easier and harder for parents now uh, it's easier if um, you know a, a child wants to watch a, a christmas show and, and you're and you're good with that that you can you can just play it you can find it wherever you find it on a streaming service and just play it and uh, i guess the downside is um, you can you can do that over and over again and the child might want to watch it a hundred times. Um, well, we have a, uh, we have a, a grandchild that has, um, discovered a Charlie Brown Christmas, uh, rediscovered it, uh, from, from me and, and, you know, cause I think I watched it with him last, yeah, last time I, I was over there. Um, and it, you know, it's, it's, it's so, um, it's a, it's a, it's a callback to an earlier time. I'm not sure that show, uh, would make the air now. And I, I understand it almost didn't make the air um, then, um, but, uh, but in, in that, in that, uh, in that narrative, Charlie Brown is, um, struggling with the celebration of Christmas. He's failing at it. Uh, you know, he has some responsibility with his Christmas play and that's not going well. He goes out, gets a tree and the tree is, uh, sad and pathetic and, you know, uh, everything seems like, a you know, it, it, it's a failure and he you know, he, he kind of yells out in frustration, what is Christmas all about anyway? And, and that's Linus's cue to, um, to say, oh, I'll tell you what Christmas is all about. And goes to center stage and and cues the lights. And he basically recites um, Luke 2, uh, the passage uh, where, you know, Jesus' birth is is uh, described uh, in, in Luke 2. And uh, he says, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round them, about them, and they were sore afraid. King James. And the angel said unto them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find this babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill towards men. Uh, And then Linus turns to Charlie and says, that's what Christmas is all about. Um, You know, one of the things I noticed in that uh, when I watched the special that I'd never seen or never noticed before is, you know, Linus always has his blanket, his security blanket with him. And, uh, you know, he has it with him when he walks to center stage and cues the lights and begins. But at some point, you know, somewhere as he's in the middle of that, uh, you know, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy. He drops the the blanket and he doesn't have it at the end. He has to pick it up. So somehow, I don't know why that, uh, I never noticed that before, but I, I love that uh that, that that notion and that idea. Uh and that passage, the angel's words sort of echo a partial fulfillment of a passage in Isaiah nine, uh that um Isaiah makes this prophecy of this child who is to come. And uh it's Isaiah nine um six and seven and, and uh Isaiah, uh, kind of in this prophetic uh, perfect tense where a future event is spoken of as in the past as if it's already happened. Um, he says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And these are obviously God's words through the prophet. And the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called one for counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. That's Isaiah 9, 6, and 7. And so it's this promise of uh, God's plan of redemption will move forward. And the next you know, key part of that, or the key part of that, probably not the next key part of it, the key part of that is this, this one who is to come, who will be given us, this child who is to be born, who will one day uh, reign and rule and bring justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. And so, you know, part of that promise is in the fulfillment of that is in the past, and part of it is in the future for us. But at the time, uh, I think we sometimes fail to appreciate that the fulfillment of that promise was about 750 years away as Isaiah uh, recorded these words for God's people. And, uh, this, this passage, this promise is sort of in the middle of a bunch of other, uh, dark, uh, f- uh foretellings of what will happen to Israel. Uh, in the immediate future, like the Assyrians are going to come and, uh, you know, defeat the Northern Kingdom and the Babylonians are going to come and take uh, Israel into exile and destroy the temple. And at that, at that moment, um, certainly then, and maybe even as Isaiah records these words, that the promise, it seems very much in doubt. And the promise of God's redemption and the promise to Abraham and Moses and Ruth and David and I guess even Mary uh, in the future uh, for Isaiah um, would seem to be uh, a lie. This can't possibly be, uh, these promises can't possibly be true. All is lost, all is ruined. Uh, And yet here's Isaiah saying, it's not the case, uh, that yes, we will be going through these dark times, uh, for various reasons, um, which, you know, topic of another uh, podcast, I suppose, uh, another article. Um, but the promise is still good. Uh, redemption will still come in the fullness of time. And this promise of this son is going to be, uh, the, the key, the key moment, the key point of that. And, um, uh, much of the, of this, many of the songs that we sing, the carols that we sing for Christmas, um, sort of tell of that in a way that perhaps it's easy for us to, um, to forget. And I, I, I know I quote a lot of these carols in, in the piece and, uh, and I end with, uh, the, uh, angels from the realms of glory. There's a couple of verses from that, uh, Christmas carol that I uh, include. Uh, and the first, you know, the first, often we under, we remember the first verse uh, of many of these carols. Uh, and often we sing the first, second, third, but we don't always think, sing all of them. Um, and angels from the realms of glory begins. Angels from the realms of glory, wing your flight or all the earth. Ye who sang creation story now proclaim Messiah's birth. Come and worship, come and worship worship Christ, the newborn King. And of course, that's pretty familiar, I think, for people who have kind of celebrated Christmas uh, for many years. Um, But the, the final verse is, saints before the altar bending, watching long in hope and fear, suddenly the Lord descending in his temple shall appear. Come and worship, come and worship, worship Christ, the newborn King. Foretelling of a future event when, uh, as Isaiah foretold, the, he will reign and rule and we will uh, worship him and all righteousness and justice will be uh, enacted, which is a promise that is still in our future, however dark the times uh, might, might be. And you might not think times are particularly dark now or you might be rather... Uh, apocalyptic in your view of how things are going uh but we have to remember we're not special uh you know when it comes to history or god's people certainly throughout history who went through many many dark times and god's promise was all always good and so our gratitude is focused on not the times or the circumstances um, uh, but that he has included us in this plan of redemption, uh, by sending his son. Uh, and that is, is what, uh, we who are his people celebrate, uh, at Christmas. And so with that reminder and that encouragement towards gratitude, uh, Merry Christmas and, uh, grace and peace. Thanks for listening. Do you enjoy On Culture? You can support us and the content produced by subscribing to our newsletter, The Embassy, by visiting theembassy.substack.com. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts.